Let's do it. So I got Jimmy Esparza with us today, and I'm super pumped to have Jimmy on. Jimmy has been featured in Forbes. We were just chatting a little bit before. He was at SoarCon. He's doing big things in the SOAR industry. The name of his company is it's what Renewable Power USA. You run that whole that whole organization. Yes, yes, Renewable Power USA. That's, so that's us. Yeah, and SOAR the last probably like eighteen months to twenty four months seems like it's getting real popular. A lot of people are out there looking to get into the SOAR game because they want to make a lot of money. However, you've been in the game for quite some time now. And you, that's why I want to have you on here, because that was definitely an unconventional way to start building wealth and building a brand and helping other people see what you can do in the solar industry. So how, how did you find out about solar? Because up until recently, most people you know, don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, no, thank you for having me on your podcast, man. I really appreciate it, Joshua. Um, I know you reach out and it's like, you know, check out some of the content, some of the stuff that you have going on and, you know, we're, we're excited to be here. And yeah, to answer your question, um, I started doing door to door. Um, I was actually living at my parents' house um, in the beginning and somebody came and knocked my door and, and just pitched the product. Right. And it was like back, it was like almost a decade ago when solar wasn't like too popular, like it was like nobody really knew about solar. Um, but the one thing that we did we did know as a customer was like, hey, you know, there's high bills. Uh, we lived in Arizona. Yuma, Arizona is the hottest city on earth, literally, <laughs> which is funny. And um, and he came in and he just knocked. It was a good friend of us. He actually even worked work with us. He's one of our managers here. And he, um, he just told us about, you know, the opportunity to go solar. And then little by little, he started talking about like, hey, man, like seems like you got some skills and sales and you know i think you'll be a good fit to be part of the team and i was like mm, well i don't know man i don't know like I, I never heard about this sounds a little sketchy you know <laughs> and um and that's how it all started a little bit about how i started so what did that look like like going door the door in the beginning like because i've knocked doors before and i could literally have a piece of paper with a person's name on it and be like hey like you sent this in and people just slam the door in your face so like 10 years ago, talking about solar, people were like, how are people responding to that? Yeah, so it, it was a challenge. It was um, it was something that was really new. So it was uh, you really had to capture and um, capture the customer attention and really sit and, you know, explain them the process of a solar system. Right. So it's like, you know, with the simplest way that I will talk to her, to the customers like, hey, have you guys um, do you guys know the calculators that has like a little solar? Right. Which is Happens to be, I have a calculator here right next to me. It has a little solar next to it. So I was like, it's, it's a similar concept. The only difference is that now you could actually power your home. So, you know, there was a, definitely a lot of education, a lot of pushback from the customers because obviously every time there's a change or there's something new or people don't understand it, there's tons of pushback. So we definitely had to work harder. Um, there is not a lot of systems that we have now. Like back in the day, we had, we, we as sales reps had to actually design the system. We have to set the appointment. We had to close the appointment. We had to do all the follow-up. We had to do a lot of the operation. And it was definitely pretty new. So we got to do a little bit of everything, you know, as a sales rep back in the day with uh, Solar City. Was there like a, um, a particular event that stands out in your mind of like when you were knocking on doors and it was just like in that moment, you're like, this is this is a strange situation I'm in right now. 
Absolutely. So going into door-to-door sales in Solar, like it was like my first door-to-door experience. So in the beginning, I was like, man, like I don't know. I don't want to do door to door, right? Like, you know, people shame for me. I remember having a a lunch, a lunch with one of my friends and I was like, Hey dude, I think I'm going to join this. I'm going to join solar. And, and, you know, I'm already in it, you know, I'm already like a, a five days in the training. And then, you know, one of my, you know, really good friends, like, dude, like you shouldn't be doing that. Like, seems like that's a fraud. Like, I don't think like people could really actually make that money or that people are really going to save that money. And so there was a lot of negativity, even from, um, you know, I will talk to my, my, at the moment, my wife was my girlfriend and, and we will talk about it. She's like, no, well, I mean, if you feel like it's something good, you know, go ahead and do it. So, you know, she was always really supportive, but then comments from even other people will come and say, will come into the art conversation and they will say like, no, I heard a lot of bad experience from it. And uh, so it was a little, it was definitely like a, a struggle, you know, getting to like having confidence as far as a product. Uh, but I remember this one particular um situation when i was door knocking 120 degrees right it's arizona it's one of the hottest cities on literally on earth i think one of the there's one in the middle east that is pretty similar as far as like heat um and temperature and i was knocking and i knocked like i remember 50 doors and i was just going door you know no answer or people were like my pitch was not even you know I didn't even really understand what I was pitching myself, right? So it was a little, it was like extremely complicated. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to save you some money. And I'm, you know, and you're going to help out the environment. And, you know, it's a cool product and you don't have to pay anything up front, right? That was like the main thing that I, that I was pitching. And, you know, like a, a few hours in, I remember looking into the sky and I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, God, like, I mean, if you have me here, it's for a reason, you know, like, but honestly, I'm having one of the toughest time in my life. Like, it's like, like, I need your help. I need you to back me up. Like, please, like, you know, I'm, I'm struggling. Like, I'm knocking doors. Like, I'm getting a bunch of rejections. Uh, this is not the sexiest job, you know, and and this is not what I dreamed of. But if you have me here, there's a reason why you have me here. And I just remember looking up and I just smiled. And, um, and I said, you know what? It, it takes, I'm sure it takes like a couple, you know, at least a hundred, a hundred, you know, doors for me to get an actual sale. And I was like, you know what? And I just smiled and I just kept on going. And, and yeah, little that, you know, I, we set up, I set up two appointments, you know, so I was really excited, you know, it was getting a little dark and then it ended up to be our, my first sale, um, you know, within the company. And I was, and that just, you know, we started picking up, we, I started gathering like some good momentum. And after that, we just kept at it. And, um, but yeah, I remember that was a really, really tough day as far as like, you know, making sure that I push forward towards, um, you know, the solar cells. Can you, can you remember any of like, any of the mean people that you met? Like one of, if you're able to re- repeat what someone might've said to you when you knocked on their door that maybe wasn't too kind? No, of course. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember this one particular day when I went all day, like I started knocking in the morning and all the way till night. And it was during the summertime as well. And I had no answers, people just shutting their doors. And, um, and I remember I had flyers and I was, um, and that was one of my last doors before the sun was coming down. And, um, and I was just like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to smile. I'm just going to have a good time because I'm already having a really rough time, right? So I'm going to decide to just have a good attitude, you know? And it's like, I'm just going to, whatever, like, who cares, right? And um, I was walking to this older gentleman and um, 
And I was like, hey, how's it going, man? I hope you're having a good day. What are you doing? Like, are you mowing your lawn? I think he was like doing something in his lawn. So it's like, it's like, hey, man, I just want to give you this uh, information. It's like, get the fuck out of my lawn. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm, I don't want anything that you're selling me. And he just started going at me. And I was like, whoa, you know, I was like extremely shocked. You know, I was like, hey, man, like, I'm just trying to have a good attitude. And I remember like getting like, I got a little upset because I was like, oh, man, I can only take so much, you know, and I was like, Hey, 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 hey. And I was doing, I just kind of paused. I was like, I gotta, I gotta keep it cool. But it's like, hey, I just told him, hey, man, like, look, I'm just trying to help you out. And all I'm doing, man, is I'm just trying to help you. Like, what I'm doing is I'm just trying to cut your electricity bills in half. And this is what I get paid for, bro. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't love exactly what I'm doing, but hey, that's what I get paid for, man. That's what I that's what I do for a living. So and I just looked at him in the eyes, like, like, dude, like, honestly, I've been having a rough day, and I'm just trying to be nice. I'm not trying to be aggressive with you. I'm not trying to be pushy, you know. And and then after that, he just calmed. And he was pretty calm. He was like, "So you know what, man? I apologize. Like, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just having a rough day. And I know you're a nice guy. I was like, no, no, okay, man. My pleasure. Like, if you ever need me, you know, like, feel free to call me. But I remember that that was like one of the toughest moments because I was like, like this close to kind of snap because I was like, man, like I've been just, I just been getting hammered and hammered like all day long. You know, at 110, 20 degrees. So that was, that was a tough one, extremely tough one. How, yeah. How long were you knocking doors for? Um, I was knocking doors. We knocked. I mean, the last time I actually knocked doors was probably like, um, I would say like nine months. Like it hasn't even, I still, you know, so I've been doing it for quite a, uh, for quite a bit. I would say a good seven seven years obviously as a when i was a sales rep that's all i did right when i was just doing sales and then i was a sales manager so i had a lot of referrals and then um i was kind of like a hybrid because i had a lot of referrals and i was like uh door knocking for like three four hours and that's all i did three hours four hours because i was uh, i had a bunch of referrals and then i would train some guys uh for the small period of time and then i started scaling the business you know and i started my own business so I was still running teams and I would knock for like two hours a day. Um, that was kind of like my average. Um, so obviously, as I started scaling the business, and I started, um, you know, promoting myself. Right. Um, the time on the doors became a little bit slimmer, but I did it. Yeah. For almost like, yeah, like seven years. That you got in some good shape, knocking on doors for seven years, all those steps. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Like it's, it's, <laughs> It, it's, it, it wasn't easy, but it was a fun experience. I think it's one of the best um, training experience that I ever gotten. Um, and it's like it's like the Harvard of sales, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, knocking on doors is uh, tough because you're dealing with all sorts of people. Uh, I mean, very rarely anyone knocks on the doors. I, I, only, I couldn't even tell you the last time, like even like Girl Scouts knocked on my doors to sell cookies. So like knocking doors is definitely uh not been very conventional method to making sales so that's uh super cool we stuck with it and you just were knocking doors you said nine months ago so you're not even been out of the knocking the doors for too long um so you're knocking doors seems like you were doing pretty well at what point were you knocking doors you're like man i gotta start my own thing um I was a, two years within the business. So I was already 
um, in the industry, I'm sorry, I was already running teams. I was already training people. I was going on the field. I was teaching people how to close. And mm-hmm. and then I got, I used to work for Solar City and then I started working for a smaller company temporarily because I remember- um, Solar you know, I City, a, Elon? Is that Elon? Elon Musk, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did, and, and did they, that company go bankrupt? Did they go bankrupt was, or are they still around? They, they were bought off by um, Tesla. So they're oh, Tesla, Tesla now. Yeah. No, so they're still around. Yeah, Tesla. So everybody knows Tesla. <laughs> yeah. So I worked with them for, for a year and a half. And then and then once once they were bought off from uh Solar City was bought off from Tesla and there were some changes and I and I lived in a smaller city, which is Yuma, Arizona. So Tesla's more like on the bigger cities, right? Like, you know, LA, um, Phoenix, um, you know, Inem in Miami, and kind of like on the on the bigger cities. They're not really interested on the smaller um cities because that's where they mostly do a uh, business at which which is a bigger city so i seen this coming and then i start off um working with a smaller company and I, and i said hey look man i'm gonna start working with you but just to let you know i'm gonna start my own company because you know i come my grandpa was an entrepreneur my mom was an entrepreneur so it was already like kind of engraved in me I already had i already had a goal to one day be have a business since i was like probably like 19 20 years old so that's something that i was already working for um and so, you know, I was just straightforward. It was like, hey, man, this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to do. And then I was six months in. And um, and that's within the second company. And that's where I decided, you know what? I'm going to open up my own company. And um, and I met, you know, one of the largest installers in the nation. And, we you know, we partnered up. We decided to, um, you know, join forces. And little by little, that's where I started. Uh, but I already had, like, and what, I think one of the things that definitely did help us out was that, I mastered the sales myself and then I mastered the art of um, like teaching other people and then um, and then building teams. And then after that, you know, I that's when uh, we pull the trigger and we went all in with Renewable Power USA. Mm-hmm. So how how does it feel to you to go from knocking doors, 120 degree weather to running your own company and eventually even being featured in Forbes? Honestly, uh, I mean, I, I don't even believe it. So to me, it's like, like, whatever. I mean, this, this is not even like really real, right? Like I still, you know, I'm, I'm still the same person, right? Like I love to work. I love to help people. Um, and I ultimately, I'm proud of it because my, like being featured in Forbes and being part of the Inc. 5,000 uh, 5, fastest growing companies, I do it mostly for my people, right? For the people that work with me, for my customers, right? And and I think that's the the biggest reward. It's not like something that, of course, I'm proud of it. Like I'm not gonna say I, I don't like, and, and and I'm really proud of it. But it's not it's not something that I do it just because um, like it feels good, right? It's like ultimately, it's like I want to show my customers that we're there. We will be here. I want to show my employees, my contractors, hey you know, we're pushing big and we we're hitting big goals and this is so you guys could feel comfortable with the brand and with what we're doing. It's cool stuff. So, I mean, how, how many people are working for you now? You went from one, the lonely doorman to how many people now? Yeah, we, last year we onboarded uh, 79 contractors and uh, we are at eight employees. Eight employees, no. seventy-nine contractors. Mm-hmm. And the seventy-nine contractors, would you consider that like your your sales force? Is that the sales force? And the employees are more like the operators of the company. 
Yes, uh, it's a finance marketing team. We have a finance marketing team, operations and um, sales leadership. And then we have the sales force. Gotcha. And now that solar has hit the mainstream, it seems like uh, about five years ago, everyone was starting to get into real estate when uh, Mr. Cardone, Mr. Grant Cardone started getting real popular. <laughs> everyone wants to get the multifamily. Now, like solar is the new hot thing. Like where do you see solar going now that it has entered? Like, you know, you're just driving down the road. You'll see solar, 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 solar. Yes, that's a that's a really good question. So what we where we visualize solar is like it's it's just growing, right? Like um as far as like um the whole United States and in the world, right? There there's the clean and the, the Paris Act that you know they signed, Cleaner Act, um, that the whole world signed, right? And they committed to um to produce energy through renewable sources. Um so everybody's it's it's a big hype, right? It's a big thing that you know everybody is uh involved with it and everybody wants to be part of it and, and and be within the industry right so what i see is uh more and more companies are you know developing and you, even the companies that are currently at the moment they're collaborating they're buying companies and you know we, I, I was on a podcast in uh, at SolarCon and i was just talking about um i don't think like the, the like the apples of 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 solar has been created just yet right so there's so much more room and growth for it um as far as business goes right but as far as product goes obviously you know there's a lot of um innovation that's coming up right there's there is batteries um that are being um tons of batteries that are being manufactured they're getting ready to you know provide the customer with more of a um off-grid uh, systems and you know more affordable they're making things a little bit more affordable and they're trying to uh, make it make customers more independent with the electricity so it's pretty, a lot of cool stuff are going on as far as the tech goes and um and and business as well like there's tons of growth and there is a lot of um you know opportunities within the industry so yeah so i'm like curious like you have the solar panels you know you're putting on people's houses I've even seen solar fields, like just fields of solar panels, like out in the middle of nowhere. So like other than just solar panels to someone who may not be like super familiar about the industry, what else is solar doing other than just like the panel you have behind you? That is a panel, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually one of the panels. Yeah. And that's, we use it as a, as a board here and there. Sometimes we create tables to, to recycle them, <laughs> but um, other than uh, creating electricity, um, that was your question, right? Like other than creating. Yeah. Electricity. Like what else is, you know, something that may be like a little bit unorthodox that like people don't know about solar and the solar industry, other than just like people knocking on my door and they want to sell me a system. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's like a, it's a huge, um, technology, technology change and, um, we're eliminating a lot of the the ways that are, people are used to consuming electricity, mm -hmm. um, and the the easiest way that I explain like our our guys and our our customers is like we're so used to you know just you know relying on the grid right and just relying on them and and just like like yeah I don't know how I'm just consuming electricity I don't care I'm just paying and I'm just renting the power right and. Um, but little that everybody knows, like most likely everybody will eventually have their own solar system because it just makes sense. It just makes sense for you to have your own power plant and uh, produce your own electricity and um, and even store your own electricity right through a battery. 
uh, because the as the year goes by and we analyze like you know the new generation, there's a lot more consumption consumption of electricity, right? Like you know, there's like you know a bunch of tablets. There's like you name it, electrical cars, like that are you know just massively will you know need electricity. So, you know, you, we all want to be in a place where we have a better peace of mind and we at least produce some of this electricity. That way we don't have to rely on the grid and, uh, and go through maybe a drought of energy, right? So I think that's something that people are not really um, aware of, you know, where it's like, yeah, I, I need solar and I'm, I want to do it now because I wouldn't want to be part of, you know, a potential drought, which we are seeing in... And in California, like people get sometimes text um, and say like, shut down your power or else, um, you know, there's going to be a shutdown, like, you know, because you'll be without electricity because there's so much people consuming electricity that the utility can provide all this demand. Uh, so so that's that's a huge one. Um, and I think people just don't have that information. The, the common homeowner doesn't really understand that just yet or hasn't gotten that information that's what we're doing right we're trying to educate everybody as much as we can are, are like home builders gonna start like you know just building new houses with solar on them like i move into a new house it's already solar ready to go is that like the direction we're going in yeah in california um there's a law that passed that if there's new construction you have to have solar oh, so okay yep so that's gonna going to be spreading around the country uh, we don't know for a fact right but most likely california is one of the first um states that trials things and then people copy it it's kind of like his own country <laughs> country of california and like the utility companies like what's going to happen to our utility companies with all the solar has has that been something that you've like learned about at all yeah, I remember when was it like five years ago, uh, we went to uh, Solar Power International, it's called SPI, which is really uh, big around the world in, uh, in California. And then PG&E was there, which is one of the utilities from um, California, San Diego. And then uh, obviously there was a long conversation where they were, they were speaking about, you know, how solar is impacting and, you know, some of the way proper ways to do business in solar and and things like that and i'm never going to forget what it came out of even their mouth i remember it was like the director or the i don't remember but it was definitely somebody higher up uh within the chain of command of the of, of this company and they said to be honest with you guys we in the future we will only be there as a backup like everybody will have solar you know and if, if you want to capitalize on this industry make sure you guys do business right Make sure you guys do well for the customer and um, and take care of, you know, pretty much your people, because that's what the future is going to be look like looking like. Like they will be just there just in case you run out of juice. Let's say your solar power produces a certain amount of electricity and then you're consuming more than what you're used to, then they'll kick in. If not, then they won't give you any power. Right. So um, that's what even it came from the utility, you know, it came from them, you know, from the people that are been providing electricity for years. Right. So what you're saying is the solar industry is going to continue to grow. And the biggest opportunity for like people like you and me is when the batteries can start to store essentially more and more 
juice. And basically, like, sunlight that maybe my solar panel gets in July could be stored for the energy that I'm going to consume in the winter months? Is that, like, the next step? Well, what the batteries do, they it all depends on how much battery you store. You can literally have, like, enough storage where you really don't rely, you know, on the grid. Um, but it just depends of how much electricity you're, you're actually consuming and if you're keeping track of it, right, which is, you know, we, we all do it nowadays. Some people say, oh, well, that sounds a little bit too complicated. But if you really think about it, like Apple Watch even tracks your, you know, tracks your, your workouts, your steps and all this stuff, right? And it's a simple way to just open up your app and you'll be able to track how much, you know, juice you have, you know, how much you've been using and some of your habits. Uh, but there is there is going to be those those uh, technology that will really get you off the grid and 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 have that type of lifestyle. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because I mean, that's what's going on with like the Tesla batteries. Is people are like, well, how far of a charge can you actually get on one of these things? Now they're getting like three forty, three fifty for a charge, which is pretty good distance. And I guess in the beginning of solar, like you know, it, the technology wasn't there, but as the technologies progress, so has the efficiency of everything with these panels so that people can uh, be cleaner, get off the grid, save money and create a, uh, a win-win for everyone involved. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, 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 I think the biggest, the biggest thing that's going to revolutionize the industry, it's just uh, the batteries, the technology and the batteries and the, and the bat and the energy backup that they're going to provide. Cause, it, yeah. cause yeah, be before it was just like a small like backup that you will have kind of like a car battery. Some people will use them and it will be, you'll be able to power like small things, but now you could actually, you know, power like a good percentage of your home. And then the more you store, then potentially you could power even the whole home. And, um, and, and actually I've been in off grid um, homes where, where you, it's all powered through solar and, and batteries. Obviously the consumption of electricity is really minimal, right? Like you don't, have an AC, AC running or you don't have all this stuff, right? Uh, but um, but it's happening nowadays. But in the future, the average household could potentially run off just their their, their system. Yeah, this, this like reminds me of like during the 90s is uh, the problem with like computers is storing all of your documents, all of your pictures, like storage was very, very expensive. And as the yeah. storage got better, you know, we were yeah. able to now have phones with like 128 gigabytes versus like, you know, you might get a couple megabytes like back in the day. So that seems like where the solar industry is comparison to like where computers were about 20, 30 years ago. So that's, that's, that's yeah. the way I see it. No, yeah. Like you, like you say, like it's pretty similar because, you know, the, the more the technology evolves, the more... Um, you know, capacity you have to store and, you know, and you have enough juice in there to literally power like pretty much everything that you need. A lot of like uh, cabins or like uh, things that are that that they can't reach the, the, the grid, like they run all based through solar and battery. Um, so it's already happening. But, you know, for the average household, uh, like the technology is still there. It's a, it's going to evolve and it's going to get a, a lot better. Uh, but it's definitely happening for sure. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, that's all about solar. Now let's, let's, let's like change gears a little bit to talk about the business yeah. side of things. Uh, before we hopped on, you, you mentioned you have some exciting things 
happening business-wise. Let's let's learn about that a little bit. Yeah, of course. Um, we actually, we've been working on this for a year and a half. And so it's been, uh, we're, we're excited. We've been announcing it in, in our Instagrams and our Facebook and all the platforms, LinkedIn and, and everywhere, um, because we're really excited. Like we, 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 we're going on a decade of on doing solar and being part of the industry. And we, we were excited to share a lot of the things that has helped us uh, scale the business, helped us in sales, helped us in branding, helped us in, uh, to get us where we need to get, uh, where we were at at the moment. And, you know, we've seen a lot of struggles within the industry and a lot of people sending us me messages that they want to be part of the, part of the grow. They want to be part of, you know, their companies. So we decided to launch a, um, a solar university where they could purchase a university and they could have a lot of this information, um, you know, for them and they could, you know, become a sales, a sales rep or they could even build a team or they could even go as far as building their own company. Um, and we're excited about it. Honestly, it's it's something that we did. And part of it is because we want to give back as well. You know, we've been uh, grateful enough to do pretty well ourselves, you know, as far as as far as the uh, solar industry and, and business wise and profits. So that's some of the ways that we want to give back to, you know, to to the people that are in the solar industry. And because well, I also understand it's not easy, you know, especially um, solar is not as new as it used to be, but it's still it's still like if people are still doing a lot of door to door is because there's still a lot of education that needs to be put out there. Um, and there's um, you, you definitely have to have those sit downs with the customer. We we need we still need to reach the people that don't know this information. Um, and and we have a lot of cool techniques that's going to help them, you know, scale and have a lot of sales, have a lot of good profits and and ways that they could really take care of the customer and educate them. So we're excited for that. So anyone looking to get into solar, where do you want them to go? Um, and they could, they could, uh, they could Google, uh, Google my name, Jimmy Esparza, um, and they'll find a lot of information of us, uh, of us, the company, myself, um, Renewal Power USA. We have the website renewalpowerusa.com, and they could go on the website and they could click um, one of the links that's going to take them to the training university. But our favorite and what I recommend everybody uh, to go to it's our Instagram. And the, there'll be the link on my bio. So you'll you'll see my picture and then you'll see um, some of the things that I do. And then it's going to be a link right there. And then you click on it and they'll be able to find uh, the university and they can register for it. We're doing a pre-order pre sale. So it's going to be a little more affordable now than later on. And that's for the university? 100%. Gotcha. So anyone that wants to get into the solar game and get their bachelors of science and solar hit up, hit up Jimmy. And that's uh, as far as a E as an echo S as in Sierra P as in Papa A as in alpha R as in Romeo Z in Zulu A as in alpha. So Google yes. him. He's the first <laughs> choice. So he's Not up there. Yeah. So like what's next for, for Jimmy and, Renewable Power USA, uh, other than the university, other than educating people, like what's the next challenge other than the first challenge of uh, knocking on doors in 120 degree heat in Arizona? Um, I think the next the next challenge for us is um, just scaling in different um, 
different states and different cities where we want to go to um, and still keeping that um, that that service that we believe in, that service that's been able to help us out and the quality of, um, of, of equipment that we have provided with the customers. So I think that's one of the, the biggest challenges. The more we grow, the more people are within the, within our company and the more we scale, yeah, we want to make sure that, you know, that that's tight, right? And that everybody that's part of the organization, um, you know, it's in line with our core values, in line with the way that we do business and in line with the brand, because uh, that's a, that's a, it's a model that works, right? It's a model that works and it's a model that um, that's a modern way of doing business as well, the modern way of doing sales. Um, and that's what a lot of people are looking for. And I want to make sure that, you know, people that work with us and that are part of what we do, uh, that are aligned with what we're doing. And obviously, uh, you know, when we started from scratch, the goal was to, you know, be in Forbes and be in Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies, which it was insane. It was like mind blowing to even hit those goals, right? But but thank God we were able to hit it. And now, like, you know, we said, you know, huge, huge goal. And we definitely want to see how how close we can get to Fortune 500 companies. And um, and I think that's that's a challenge. It's 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 a little, you know, it's, it's, it's a little shaky. But at the end of the day, it's like we, we go back and we think about it. It's like, hey, you know, we won, once dreamed about being in Forbes and being uh, in, fi in 5,000 fastest growing companies. And it happened. So it's going to be. It's the same way now, right? Like obviously, it's going to be a lot of work, a lot of dedication, um, a lot of um, a lot of work from our team, you know, for our executive team and from our leaders. Like, there's going to be a lot more require, not necessarily requirements, but uh, it's going to be more effort from them, right? And but you know, that's something that I think is going to be a a, a huge challenge. But we're up for it, and, and we're excited for it. Yes, because I mean, as you're growing a company, uh, success can come really fast. Like, it's easy to go from making no money to like, oh man, I made $10,000 this month. I made $5,000 this month. I made, you know, $15,000 this month. Before you know it, you went from making no money to making 100,000, 200,000, 400,000. But now you're going through the struggle of scaling a company through people. And you're in an industry where people want to get rich. So how are you going to like, make sure you keep those people away? Because, you know, one bad person can just you know, kill the morale of a team or kill the morale of like an organization. It's like super crazy how just like one bad apple can ruin it for everyone. A hundred percent. And, um, and I think there's nothing wrong. We wanted to have financial wealth, right. And saying like, I want to become rich. Um, and I think that's, if somebody has a goal like that, I think it's, it's perfect, but there, there's what, one of the things that I ask whenever I see, you know, someone that's really motivated and wants to make a lot of money, wants to get rich. It's like, yeah, you know, it's possible. You could do it. You know, there's a lot of people that have been able to do it. But do you want to have it temporarily or you want to be sustainable and you want to keep that well sustainable? Right. So, you know, some of the ways that we that we teach and some of the things, some of the decisions that we even make and I make myself for the company is where we will, you know, have that growth and have that. And my people have that wealth. But, you know, we got to do the sustainable way, which is taking care of our client, uh, making sure that you are keeping yourself educated, that you are um, getting uh, get, getting ready for the next move, that you are taking care of the people that are working around are around with us. There is a way, but, you know, you want to do it the right way, right, in the sustainable way. And I think that's uh, some of the conversations that we have. And um, and I don't care anybody's dreams. Like, yeah, you could do it, but it does take some massive amount of action, you know, and, and it, it, it all starts by you serving. The more people you serve, serve the more, you know, the more income you get, 
you know so uh, if people are just like no I, I i'm just wanna i'm gonna take advantage and i'm just gonna make quick money and i'm just gonna you know make the most now then that's where you know like yeah you'll be good for a moment but then six months from now like you you'll be coming down and, and i've seen that over and over in, in this industry but you know some people have different different goals and different principles yeah so i mean like we all see the people who are cutting corners and it's hard when you're not cutting corners and you see people doing better than you but you realize like i got the long i got the long game in mind i'm focusing on the future i'm not worried about what everyone's doing like i don't care if like i'm in the gym working hard and i see other people taking things so that they grow faster but i'm not growing as fast and then 5 10 15 years down line you look back and you're like man like i left all those people in the dust what would you say jimmy separated you from all those people that were potentially doing better than you for a moment and now you're like all right i'm winning this game yeah that's 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 a great um great question man and i think you i i love that uh the way that you you put this question because it does happen a lot right especially within this um within these days nowadays right um and to me it was like it's about the goal that i have right like i i have a personal goal i have a big goal that we want to accomplish as a company um and that's my lane right and that's where where i know i'm heading towards right and and do i put myself deadlines to hit those goals yes i do you know and do i hit it every single time no i don't you know but one of the things that i do is I just look back and say, okay, Jimmy, you did not hit this goal that you wanted to accomplish, right? Uh, but where are you at, right? Like, how do, you, how do, what has happened? Like, let's say during this year, you know, let's look at you as a person. Have you become somebody that you know you're more mature? You know, you you were able to uh, go through hard challenges. Um, did you have? Do you have some growth? Yes, personally, yes, I did have some growth. How about what about your income? Were you able to increase your income? Yeah, we actually did have more revenue. We did have more, not the same way that I wanted or like I seen other people maybe doing it. But at the end of the day, I evaluate that year or or those two years or whatever it is that you want to evaluate yourself. And I say, and I'm grateful for them. And I'm like, hey, there is growth, you know, and this is a way that I'm growing. It could maybe this guys that are like you say, like adding steroids to their companies, getting debt, getting all this stuff, getting a bunch of partners in their business and, you know, doing all this other stuff because they want it now, 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 and I want to look cool and I want to be big. And, and, you know, and it's like, that's not the way that I want to do it. You know, I want to do it in a sustainable way. And I just have those conversations with myself and I evaluate it. And, and I say, Hey, you know, I give myself a little pat on the back, say, Hey, you know, you had, you had 50% growth, Jimmy, like maybe you didn't have freaking 400% growth, you know, but you had 50% growth, you know, things are moving, you know, should a pat in the back, keep on working, keep on pushing, you know, and eventually you'll get there, right? And, and and it will happen, you know, and I just analyzed some of the other goals that I have accomplished that, you know, were insane and they were crazy at the moment when I set them. And it did probably take me two, three years, four years to do it, but we got there, you know, and, and I still you know, the most important thing to me is I still have my family, my wife, my kids, and, you know, my, my parents, my brothers, and, you know, and the rest, you know, and I try to have the people that I really, you know, care about around me. And and so, so far it hasn't been uh, bad. And I think a lot of people are, sometimes I'm grateful and say like, 
oh, well, I hit, hit this huge goal or this guy's doing this and doing that. And it's like, yeah, but you really don't know, you know, exactly uh, what's going on there, right? So um, I think just being grateful for, for where you're at and and I'm sure if you really dig in, you'll find something positive and some growth that happened. Um, and and yeah, and, and you'll, you'll feel a lot more, you know, comfortable and secure and confident about what you're doing. Yeah, I had a had a conversation with a, an author uh, the other day and I was chatting with him about like, you know, keeping a good mindset, making sure you're growing your company and uh, I never heard this phrase before, but he says, Josh, did you know there's you have seven lean years and there's seven fat years? So you have to go through those seven lean years before you get to those seven fat years. And I was like, never heard like that before, but looks like my seven lean years are almost up. So I hope that you're right. Uh, now that you're in your fat years, how are you going to make sure that rather than chasing a 500% return. Some people want the hot stock, like, hey, I want to invest it today and I want it to go up 500% next week versus having your company be more like a weighing machine in the long run where you get reasonable rates of return. 6% growth to someone might say, why do you want 6% growth? Well, if you get 6% growth over 20, 30 years of a larger pie, then that is what you want because of the power of compounding of all the work that you've done. Yeah. So the question was, what was exactly the question? Sorry. Yeah. So like, um, you know, rather than chasing like, Hey, let's, let's triple our income this month. Let's go, let's go hard. I don't care what it takes versus saying like, Hey, let's make sure this is sustainable and reasonable so that this company can last 50, 60, 70, 100, 200 years. Yeah. Um, so I guess it all depends on your, it starts with your personal goal, right? Like it starts with you as a, as a business owner. Like what, what do you really want? Why are you doing this for, right? Are you doing it? You know, in the beginning to me, I, I wanted to have more income for my family and I want to have more freedom for them, right? Um, and I wanted, I wanted to have options when it comes to, you know, where I live, you know, in, having a little bit more quality of life, right? So to me, it was like, I, I need to make this money. And it's not just for me, but it's just for me to provide a better quality of life for my family. And wherever I brought people on board, you know, I will talk to them about, you know, what do you want to accomplish? You know, it's like, oh, this is what I want. Okay, cool. So then we set up a game plan and uh, and we worked towards that, right? Where it's like, first, you know, let's, let's, let's look at what we want to accomplish and what we're really here for, right? Because at the end, we all have to provide right to our family and we all have to make money. Uh, but then let's do it in a way where we really impact and, and help people. And that's why, you know, I love solar because it's like we help people save, we help them, we help the, the environment, we do a lot of noble cause, a lot of things. So um, to really answer your question is like uh, the something that I really push myself is I have to have 50% minimum i'll say i say 100 growth every single year right i shoot for 100 and then uh and thank god we always end up like an 80 or 50 growth like every single year um so it's like i think um we still want to push as far as you can and make sure that the growth like the growth um it's is something that you want to accomplish and it's helping and serving people that are working around you um because if it's not then that's when you got to make decisions like hey yeah you know, maybe this industry or maybe what I'm doing um, or maybe I have too much overhead or I have too too much stuff that maybe it, 
you know, I really don't need, and maybe I need a downside in over so we could have a bigger uh, increase on some of the things that we're doing. So um, that's the way that I look at it. You know, at the end of the day, we want to have that in that growth because we want to have those the revenue and profit because we want to give more quality to a customer. We want to give more opportunities to our people. So I think it's important to push to push for fifty to one hundred percent every single year. Boom! If I had a button like Bradley does on his podcast, I'd hit the I hit the bomb. <laughs> I don't have the bomb yet. I'm we're just getting started here, but. <laughs> on that note, let's let's bring it to a close. So if you want to find Jimmy, find him on Google. Hit him up on Instagram. It's just Jimmy Esparza, E-S-P-R-A-Z-A. Want to get into the solar game? He's got the university. Get your bachelor's in bachelor's of science, bachelor of arts in solar. And uh appreciate it. Had Jimmy on the Unconventional Money Moves podcast. We'll see everyone next time. Thanks for coming on, Jimmy. No, thank you, Josh. Appreciate it, man, very much. Thank you for having me in this show and see you guys soon.